some reviews. Disney feature length films. Short cartoons. We bought VHS tapes. Every title we could. Disney is our business. Business is good. Welcome to... Let's get down to business! Yeah! Yeah, I'm again. That's Kevin. Yeah, yeah, and that's Stephanie. Not that you guys care. No. <laughs> I, we're kind of integral to the show, babe. What? Yeah. Like, we as a group? I. Me. Okay, yeah, I guess. I am important. She does important things like editing and all that stuff, but the reason that... The recording. The few of you come back is for me. The editing. Writing the synopsis, which you try to take credit for, but they're mine. That's, All mine. No, but I provide you the material for those synopses. Kevin, you If you're just writing about the things that you say, you wouldn't write. You because wouldn't, the things that you say suck. You wouldn't be here if it weren't for me. <laughs> Remember that. Remember how far you've come in the past ten years. Uh, because of me. Okay. Me. Okay. Okay. Some things are getting very contentious. You, you got a good woman behind you, babe. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, better in front, I guess. <laughs> uh, hi, you guys. Uh, hi folks. So today we have... You can say you guys. It's okay. They get it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just trying to be, you know... <laughs> Inclusive? Yes. Okay. Um, so we have a movie and a short for you this week. We're changing it up. We are mixing it up a little bit. And, uh, that movie is Peter Pan. And before that, we're going to tell you about this short called Mickey Steamroller. Steamroller! He's rolling. What's that? <laughs> I see what you did there. You ready? I think so. We're just going to jump right into it? Yes. we got to stop fucking around, man. All right. These episodes are getting too long. I know. (laughs) All right. Well, Mickey Steamroller. It has uh, Mickey as a starring role and uh, a steamroller. Yeah. And Minnie is there, too. And his two nephews, who I don't think I've ever seen before. Yeah, we have. Oh, are you talking about uh, Gulliver Mickey? Well, he had a lot of nephews in Gulliver Mickey. That's what I'm saying, But this is the third appearance, animated appearance, of Mickey's nephews. Okay. These ones are his main ones who have names. They're fucking assholes. I mean, we'll get into that. Morty and Ferdy. (laughs) Morty. I know. (laughs) Morty and Ferdy Fieldhouse. I guess Ferdy is short for Ferdinand. Yeah. And Mortimer and Ferdinand. Yeah. Yes. It's a cool name. Okay. Um, so this was released in 1934 by uh, distributor United Artists. It was about seven minutes long, and uh, it's a black and white. It's preceded by Gulliver Mickey? Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. So it was Gulliver Mickey and then this one. Okay. So we're, yeah. I don't know if I see much of a uh, progression really? between the two. No, I mean, like, I'm not saying, like, as far as the animation or anything like that goes, but... Storytelling wise, I and th- that might be because Gulliver Mickey or Gulliver's Travels is an established story. Yes. That's probably. I what see it, it is. as a grouping. Yeah, I see this and Gulliver Mickey and Through the Mirror as yeah. a grouping of a period of when these shorts came out. Yeah, yeah. So, well, well, let's get into it. So we start in this animated city, and there's road work going on, some construction, and Mickey just rolls on in with a steamroller. Yeah. <laughs> And as he's doing that, Minnie's strolling, too, mm-hmm. with Stroller. Yeah. You get it? You get it? <sighs> All right. Well, she's got the nephews in the stroller, the two, mm-hmm. Ferdy and Morty. Mm-hmm. Morty and Ferdy. Yep. Morty. <laughs> and uh, they want to ride a steamroller with Uncle Mickey. So Uncle Mickey takes a hook off the back of the steamroller mm-hmm. 
and attaches it to his to the wagon. His nephew's stroller. Yeah. And he rolls him around for a ride. Yeah. Which is the most fucking Midwest thing. Why? <laughs> you can't like the people people have to do it's that like all over the country. Tying up a fucking like a like a sled. A snow sled to your truck or your yeah, fucking and then driving tractor. down the road. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we didn't die doing it, so no, that's a thing. <laughs> Oh, and um, so yes, he's giving him a little ride, and then when he's done, Mickey uh, packs it up and takes his gloves off mm-hmm. and uh, his hat, and Minnie jumps aboard, and he's like, hey, you want some candy? <laughs> yeah, and uh, he hands her a little candy heart, mm-hmm. and he's like, read it out loud. Read it out loud to me, yeah. And she's like, ha, ah, okay, <laughs> and it says, I love you, and then they're like, ha, ah. and then he gives her another one. And she reads it out loud and uh-huh. says, kiss me. He's like, oh, okay, don't mind if I do. So then they have a little chase. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, no means no, Mickey. But he, he keeps, <laughs> No, apparently it doesn't. He keeps like grabbing her arm yeah. and pulling on her. But as they're having... some sugar. <laughs> Give me some of the sugar, babe. Um, as they're doing this and they're they're off like on the street, the nephews decide to climb aboard the steamroller. And hijinks ensue, obviously. Hijinks. Because, you know... <laughs> Kids are amazing, and they they don't do bad I, things. I was like, "What age are these kids?" <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, so they get the steamroller going, and there's some things that happen, like uh, the fuel gauge spits fuel at him, and yep. it spits back. Um, the boil there's a boiler on board. Well, so you shovel the coal into. I guess like it's coal powered yeah. or steam. Yeah. Well, the flame comes out, and yep. they kind of like mess around with that. Um, there's some smoke coming out of the smokestack, and they're kind of bouncing on the clouds from the smoke and things like that. Mickey, meanwhile, is trying to stop them. Yeah, he's trying to chase him down because yeah. it's actually going kind of fast. Yeah, it's pretty fast. <laughs> Despite being a steamroller. <laughs> I don't know how factually accurate this is, but... <laughs> we're going to go back to you. <laughs> you looking up yeah. how fast things go miles per hour. <laughs> um, Fucking construction vehicles. That's a throwback, guys. Shut the fuck up. Way early episodes. You need to go back and listen. Um, But Mickey tries to lasso up the steamroller with a rope, and then he ties it to a light post. Because obviously that'll stop it. That's going to stop it. It doesn't. No. And so what happens instead is it pulls the light post out of the ground, Mm -hmm. and that light post is connected underground to the next one, to the next one, to the next one. It just pulls all of them underground (laughs) and, like, pops them all out. And so he's holding on to this rope, but his nephew tight walks across the yeah, rope with a with a like a, a white hot uh, poker. Yeah, and he burns the rope and leaves <laughs> just leaves Mickey there. So these kids are fucking pieces of shit. They really are. Um, eventually, what happens though is the steamroller crashes into a building, and uh, the building falls down, and it kind of zooms up on the the rubble. And Mickey's head pops up, mm-hmm. and there's a board on his head, and each nephew... They, they just start seesawing. Yeah, they're like teeter-tottering on his head, and Mickey just laughs. Yeah. And that's it. It's like, you're a fucking idiot, dude. Are you not going to pay for any of this? You just, like, destroyed the dude. city. Yeah. And you guys are laughing it up. Well, at least they're okay, I guess. Oh, <laughs> uh, I'll, like, I'll never get tired of that Mickey voice. <laughs> Why? Because it's, it's terrible? It's just stupid. <laughs> um... Overall, um, like I said, it was, it was about seven minutes long. I liked it a lot. It was pretty funny. Yeah, it, not as good as Gulliver, not no. as good as Through the Mirror. But I well, still, when you don't have Spider Pete, it's kind of a big deal. <laughs> there was no Pete in this. Uh, one. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that was. I wonder who. You, how how could you insert Pete? 
into uh, this. There's got to be a he way. He could be like, he could be like angry, a shop owner or something like that, or maybe the hotel the owner. The angry foreman. Yeah. Like, why are these kids on my site? <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, I, I see these 1930s, late mid 1930s shorts as all being very high quality and mm-hmm. very funny. Yeah. Like they have really good humor. Yeah. Um, so I, I think this is high up on the ones that we've seen and it's cute. And the nephews, even though they're shitheads, they're it, awful. it made for they're some, so awful, but it made for some good humor. Yeah. Yeah. So what'd you think? Uh, same. It was, it was really funny. <laughs> and I like physical humor. That's about it. It's very straightforward. Yeah. <laughs> Kids are assholes. Yeah. Mickey is uh, a take charge guy who doesn't take no for an answer. Yeah. Men's rights. Uh, what? <laughs> Oh, where'd you get men's rights? He's a nice guy. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, let's switch gears here from... uh, Switch gears to the only other gear we have. (laughs) Men's rights to men who never want to grow up. (laughs) Which I guess is the same thing. (laughs) Let's talk about good old Peter Pan. What about him, though? He's not good and he's not old. He's a fucking asshole. Is what it, well, I mean, we'll get there. We'll get into that. We'll yeah, get there. yeah, yeah. So Peter Pan is one of the rides we have not done at Disney World. True. And I always hear about how beautiful it is. Not beautiful, but like, like when it's doing like over London at night, it looks really great. Okay. So we need to make sure at some point we ride Peter Pan. We're never going back to Disney. We're going back <laughs> to Disney. Maybe it's Disneyland. Maybe Disneyland Paris. I don't know. No. Yeah. No. Kevin, there's like five other Disneylands. I don't doubt the that they are, but like. We need to hit all of them. We don't get paid for this. We're high rollers now. <laughs> no, we don't get paid. Anybody want to give us some Yeah, right. Space? Whatever. <laughs> um, so Peter Pan, the movie, uh, was released in 1953. Pretty consistent at 76 minutes long. It's like they've all 12 been... minutes longer than Dumbo. Stop bringing up Dumbo. Not as good. So they've all, <laughs> but all these past few movies have been in the 70 yeah, range. Yeah. Yeah. It features Bobby Driscoll as Peter Pan's voice. Roland Dupree was the live-action model of oh, Peter okay. Pan. Mm-hmm. I thought it was Bobby Driscoll's, or was that just his face that was he modeled? He did some of it, but he, um, Roland Dupree was a dancer. Okay. Like a professional dancer. Yep. So, yeah. Um, Margaret Carey was the live-action Tinkerbell model, mm-hmm. and Catherine Beaumont was the voice and live-action model for Wendy Darling. And you would know Catherine Beaumont because she was just Alice. Just Alice. No, I mean, like, she <laughs> just recently was Alice. <laughs> no, but yeah, she's just Alice. She's I mean, what Alice. the fuck ever. Fuck Alice. Um, and I mean, then, don't. That's gross, but... And then- and then we have Hans Conried. Conride. He was the voice of both Mr. Darling and Captain Hook. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was interesting. Um, originally, Peter Pan was meant to be the second Disney movie after Snow White. That would have been uh, fucking weird. As usual or per usual, Walt Disney has a thing for like childhood. I don't know. Yeah, like I said, he's Michael Jackson. Yeah, <laughs> he played Peter Pan in like um, a play for school when he was younger. Yeah. So. He just has, he has a thing for this play or whatever. He's got a mania. Yeah. (laughs) Um, they, they wanted it to be after Snow White. However, they pushed back, uh, the, the movie due to issues with not being able to acquire the rights. Yeah. Because the playwrights was owned, the rights of the play. Yeah, the rights of the play are owned by the the uh, hospital for sick children in London, which when I saw that, I was like, really? 
I know because they do put it in the credits. Yeah, they yeah. like thank them. Well, they have to because that's but, who owns the rights. But they never actually got payment for the movie. They weren't given like a dollar percentage for sales of the, the movie. hospital. No, but are you serious? But Disney did give like millions. Okay, to them. like they over years, I think they uh-huh. still do give money to them. I'm just saying. That's that's we, that's some businessman yeah. shit right there, Walt. Well, they didn't obtain the rights till 1939. They actually outbid Fleischer Studios. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fleischer was the one doing the Coco the Clown out of the Inkwell, yeah, uh, black and white cartoons at the time. So it's kind yep. of well, Disney Studios' competitor. Yep, or not kind of it is. So. <laughs> okay, so Peter Pan. Let's let's do this. You ready? <laughs> yeah, okay. I think so. Peter Pan. We watched it on VHS. Again, yeah. That's our, it's kind we're, of our thing. We're on a pretty good run. I mean, it's it's in our theme song that we watch VHS tap, tapes. <laughs> and sometimes we actually do Every it. title we could, because Disney is our business. <laughs> Shut and the fuck business up. Is good. <laughs> Just telling you, it's our theme song. Um, I know that this is from around eight, 1988, 1989, because there is a behind-the-scenes preview for Rescuers Down Under. Yep. Which is great, actually, to kind of see that. Them animating it and mm-hmm. whatnot, and the computer technology from the late 80s. Um, and there was a coming soon to home video preview for Little Mermaid. Lame. I don't, I'm not going to even dignify that with a response. So, again, this puts this tape around 1988, 89. Yep. The quality of this videotape was pretty bad. I couldn't understand really? some of the sound. Yeah, the sound quality was bad. I okay, thought. I couldn't. I, that's why I would ask you, what did they say? That's. I, I just figured you weren't listening. Oh, that too. <laughs> um, so it starts off with credits, and it does give credit to the hospital for sick children. Yeah, and during- no money, just credit. <laughs> <laughs> the ver- a verbal thanks, <laughs> written thanks. Um, and then they also have the song playing second start of the right. That song was originally intended for Alice in Wonderland, but they saved it for this movie instead. Okay. Yep. We have a narrator who just kind of introduces us to the Darling family and how they were visited with by Peter Pan in this story because they believed in Peter mm-hmm. Pan, especially the mom who always told stories about it, and Wendy who was like his rah-rah cheerleader. Mm-hmm. This narrator never comes back. No. Yeah. <laughs> That's... That's just it. It's kind of like Dumbo, where there's a narrator, and then he never comes back. Sometimes you don't need to. Sometimes they're just there to get you into the story, yeah. and then the yeah. story takes it from I'm there. I'm not complaining. I'm just saying. It kind of sounds I'm like you are. Stating, you need to dial it back. Stating the facts. <laughs> anyway, so the kids believe in Peter Pan, and so the boys, like boys do, are fighting with fake swords, yeah. pretending to be Pan and Hook. And uh, Nana... Who is not a person. She's a dog. She's a, a St. Bernard, I'm yeah, guessing. An own-ass St. Bernard. She is coming in for their nighttime tonic. <laughs> what the fuck is tonic? <laughs> I don't know. I figured it was like, I don't want to say Ipecac, but... I, like I, medic, some sort of medication? Their vitamins? I don't know. I'm going to bring this back I, around well, in the end. But. I'm going to assume it's like an opioid or something like that to really calm the kids down. Kind of like how uh, wives some, back in the 50s. Well, no, like how, how wives back in the 50s used to take uh, quaaludes <laughs> to, to really, you know, just just calm her down a little bit. You know, you're going through some stuff. Just go to bed, goddamn. <laughs> anyway, so Nana brings the tonic. Yeah, so she brings the drugs for the kids. And then dad is in a frenzy because they, they're going out somewhere. Yeah. Who's watching the kids? Just the dog? Nana is watching. She's fucking Nana. She's there to watch the kids. She's giving them their fucking... 
tonic. She's fixing the room up, making their beds, even though they're That's messing them up all the while. Them, so they pass out. That's what I'm saying. Nana gets it. Oh my god. Well, Dad's looking for his cufflinks. Yep. And their dad reminded me of your dad. That's bullshit. Just- well, you can't say that because I'm about to talk a, a ton of shit about this dude, <laughs> and I can't do that if I think it's my dad. He reminds me of your dad in that he just. Gets upset about things very quickly. Okay. Yes. Okay. I'll I'll watch what I say. So so whatever I say in the future, you guys, don't assume that I'm talking about my dad because Stephanie doesn't know what the fuck she is talking. Anyway, about. he's looking for his cufflinks, and the boys are whispering because the cufflinks were their golden. It was their hidden treasure. Yep. In order to find the treasure, they need the treasure map. Yeah. But the treasure map was his frock. <laughs> is that what that's called? I think it's a frock. Okay. Yeah, it's the front piece of your suit that goes underneath. Yeah. The sh- your, On top of the shirt, but underneath the suit coat. Yeah. So there's like a map drawn on it with chalk. And they're like, well, Wendy, what's telling us stories? And which now like the dad's like, Wendy. And he's like freaking out. So they, dad's like pissed because he's like, well, we've told Wendy to stop telling yeah. these boys stories and fill in their heads. And Wendy, you're too goddamn old for this shit. Yeah. Those words exactly. Yeah, not yeah, and not not so many words. Um, and he was like, "You're getting after this. You're getting a room of your own. No more nursery. Out of the, you're out of the nursery. This is the last night." And then there's almost like a like a like a spit take where everyone is like, "What?" <gasps> what? what? And it pans to each character yeah. doing that. Like, what? It's not like Italian Spider Man or anything like that, but <laughs> it's more like Keanu Reeves' face. <laughs> what? <laughs> and that's when Dad. Um, trips over the dog and just fucking, yeah. he's just mad about everything. Well, he trips over the dog, falls into the goddamn wall, and like everything goes everywhere. And he's like, fuck this shit! Not in so many words, obviously. And he's like, Nana, we're going outside. Well, and everyone was like, oh, poor Nana. Yeah, right? <laughs> obviously, because this dude's a piece of shit. <laughs> and he takes Nana outside, and he's like, where's, where's this rope? And Nana is just, has this forlorn look on her face. And, she and, and she's holding the rope. She's like, here you go. So he, so he ties, he ties her up and then he, he shows that he's feeling bad about it kind of. He's starting to be contrite. Well, he tells her, people aren't puppies, Nana. Yeah. People are people. Yeah. <laughs> and I just want you guys to know, like, as I was watching this, just seeing this dude bitching up a storm, the way he looks and stuff like that, the wife is on point, obviously. Cause why wouldn't she be? When I saw the wife, I was like, Kevin. (laughs) And I was just thinking, like, they have three kids. So, like, the the chick fucks him, like, three times? Maybe. Really? Maybe he's let himself go recently. I don't know. Well, I'm not just saying let himself go. Like, this dude's a piece of shit, too. Like, he's he's not fun. I mean, like, he's high strung. Like, what the fuck, man? You better stop it. Don't, (laughs) Don't look at me like that, you piece of shit. Anyway. So he gets back inside. He finds his cufflinks. He uh, he cleans the uh, the chalk. frock, the frock, yeah. the chalk off the frock, <laughs> chalk rocks. <laughs> and then and then he and the wife go out to this party. It was a party that they're going to. Well, before they leave, Wendy tells her mom, like Wendy's falling asleep, and as she's like, oh, like whatever, she's telling her mom, like, oh, I found Peter Pan shadow. Don't lock the window because he might come back for it. And as mom and dad are walking down the street, she's mentioning to dad, like, um, Wendy mentioned seeing a shadow. We might want to be concerned about that. Why? You seeing a strange man's shadow in your room? I get Well, no. That's a, strange, a, strange, a strange boy's shadow, babe. <laughs> Still, a stranger's. It's love. A stranger's shadow in the room. So, and dad was like, ah, don't worry about it. <laughs> 
<laughs> We're in London. This is fine. Fuck yeah. these kids. <laughs> we don't know anything about London. <laughs> um, it's not like they're living by some chavs. <laughs> fucking chavs. <laughs> anyway, Wendy and her childish fiddle-faddle. <laughs> As mom and dad are walking away, we have Peter Pan up on the roof. Yep. And he's kind of bouncing around with Tinkerbell, finding, trying to find a way in. And they sneak into the kid's room because he knows the shadow is there. Mm-hmm. And he's looking around, and Tink kind of lands and is walking around, and she walks over a hand mirror. Yes. And as she's slowly walking on it, she stops and backs up because she's very vain. Yep. But she (laughs) measures her fucking hips. She's, like, mortified by the width of her hips. Yeah. So she, like, puts her hands on her hips and then puts her arms up to see what the width is, and she's like, oh, my God. God. And I think I told you... When I was reading about this movie, the person who designed Tinkerbell... Designed, you guys, this is the creepiest fucking shit. He designed her to look like... A woman up top. Or no. No. A, a girl from waist up and, and a, a woman. woman from waist down. Like, are you fucking kidding me? That's the weirdest fucking shit. Can we can we get some like animators who are not pedophiles, you said, please? you said to me, like, how old is she supposed yeah. to be? <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, Tink has... Body dysmorphia. Yeah. And then um, Peter ends up finding his shadow in a drawer. And Tinker gets locked in this drawer. And uh, that wakes up Wendy because Peter Pan's wrestling with his shadow. And she is just going on and on about some shit. Like, she's a fucking chatty Cathy. Which... A chatty Catherine, some yeah. might say. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh. Come on. Are you fucking kidding me? So, Peter Pan says to her, girls talk too much. <laughs> I was like, holy shit. Peter's right. He's just saying it like it is. <laughs> and then he's like, get on with it, girl. Yeah. So already I'm like, this guy's a dick. Um, so she's just telling it like she well, she wants to know, like, how did he know that they had the shadow and it's because Nana caught it and whatnot. Hmm. But he says that he always likes to drop by because Wendy tells stories. About Peter Pan. And he loves to hear about himself. Yeah. So, not only is he kind of a DB, he's a fucking narcissist. <laughs> um, so, she basically tells him at this point, well, there's not going to be any more stories because I have to, you know, vamoose out of this fucking nursery. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And he's like, well, you can't fucking not tell stories about me, so we need to take you to Neverland. And at some point through all this, I think she's just very grateful to him. Mm -hmm. And so she's, like, so happy. She's like, I could kiss you. And he's like, what's a kiss? Yeah, and she just, she goes for it. Yeah, and Tinkerbell's still trapped in the the drawer. The drawer. And she's fucking pissed. She, like, gets legitimately red. She's not happy. But I think what Wendy does is she opens the drawer to sew his shadow back onto mm-hmm. him. And so Tink's free and she's like going off about something. And she's like, well, what is Tinkerbell saying? And he goes, she says you're a big, ugly girl. Oh, Tinkerbell. <laughs> so, yeah. So the boys wake up and they all decide to go to Neverland. And in order to do that, you have to fly. Mm-hmm. So he just tells them you have to yeah. Think of something amazing. Yeah, think, right? of, think of happy thoughts, yeah. wonderful thoughts. And they try, and it doesn't work. Well, it works momentarily. Yeah. But don't do that shit outside, you guys. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys, this disclaimer, don't try and fly. Unless you have pixie dust. Yeah. If you're high as fuck, anything works. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> um, don't, don't do what the drugs tell you. <laughs> so, don't take tonic. <laughs> 
No, so that was the key key piece that they were missing was the pixie dust. So faith, trust, and pixie dust mm-hmm. is how you can fly. So they fly out this window, and Nana's very upset because she's still tied up outside. Yeah. So the smaller boy takes Tinkerbell and shakes her over Nana. Yep. And then Nana floats up into the air, but she still has a rope tied around her neck. So what's happening right now, you guys, for, for everybody scoring at home, Nana's hanging by her fucking neck. <laughs> and they leave her like that. They just left her. She was fine, tied up. But now she is floating in the air with no control, tied up. She's hanging. She's hanging. <laughs> like reverse hanging. Yeah. yeah I don't know. <laughs> anyway, so they're all flying off with Braddy Tinkerbell and fucking Peter Pan. And uh, basically, they're headed for the second star on the right, straight on until morning. Mm-hmm. And we have that song again. And cut to the pirates and Mr. Smee. <laughs> Smee? <laughs> and the pirates are they're not happy with Captain Hook because they want to do some fucking pillaging and shit. <laughs> and Captain Hook's basically just obsessed with uh, Peter, Pan. Peter Pan. Because Peter Pan cut off his fucking hand. hand I'd be pretty upset about that, too. And fed it to a crocodile. Yeah. Yeah, so we cut to Hook now. He's in the picture. We get to meet him and all his wonderfulness. And he's fucking smoking two cigars at once. Yeah. Why wouldn't yeah. you when you have that boss-ass mustache and the sweet curls? <laughs> two cigars, one guy. <laughs> um, and he's basically just going off about Peter Pan because it's kind of his obsession. And he figures out the key to getting Peter Pan and finding out where he lives. Tiger Lily. That's right. Yeah. Who's Tiger Lily, babe? Tiger Lily is the Native American princess. Who do, you, do you mean the Indian princess? <laughs> Native American princess. Oh, we're going to get there, you guys. Don't and, worry. Uh, so, yeah. So, he they're hanging out on the deck, and there's this pirate. I just want to mention this. There's this pirate that's singing, standing up on one of the... Uh, sails? Sails. Like, up on top of one of the sails. And he's singing, and fucking Captain Hook just shoots him. Of course he, he does. He shoots him down. Because he's singing poorly, you guys. Okay? You can't have fucking scrubs on your ship. In the middle of a fucking cadenza. Yeah. But they don't show, like, they just show him point the gun yeah. and shoot, and then you hear a splash. That dude's dead. He's fucking dead. Yeah, these are pirates. Oh my god. What do you expect? This is fucking real life <laughs> in Neverland. We find out in all of this that Captain Hook is very afraid of this crocodile. But Smee tells him, the good news is... That crocodile swallowed a clock, so you can at least hear him coming, because he, you hear tick-tock, 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 yeah. So, he's trying to get, me is trying to get Captain Hook to just calm down a little bit, just chill. So he decides to give him a little shave, <laughs> pamper him a little bit. And uh, as he's doing that, there's this whole bit with a fucking seagull that lands on Captain Hook. And on, then, his, on his face, because he's got a towel on his face. <laughs> and Smee shaves its ass. Got a smooth butt. And uh, then it flies away, and Smee thinks that Captain Hook's head fell off. <laughs> He's been decapitated. <laughs> this isn't Sweeney Todd. No. But, uh, so that's pretty funny. Um, and then Captain Hook sees Peter Pan flying with uh, a, a group of some brats, apparently. They decide to start shooting cannonballs at them, and so Peter Pan tells Tinkerbell to lead the way <laughs> and take them to the Lost Yep. Place. While Peter Pan holds off the pirates. Well, Tinkerbell is still being a salty-ass bitch. The saltiest. So salty. <laughs> it's not pixie dust. It's salt. <laughs> and so she books it. And Wendy's like, Tinkerbell, I we can't, can't keep, keep up. up. Tinkerbell doesn't fucking care. 
So she goes into the hideout of the tree where the Lost Boys are hanging out in their furry costumes. And uh, she's telling them there's a Wendy bird. And she's causing Peter Pan some danger, and you need to shoot her out of the sky. <laughs> and so the Lost Boys in their furry costumes yeah. go and shoot her out of the sky. <laughs> but Peter Pan comes just in the nick of time and catches her. And she's like, oh, Peter, you saved my life. Mm. And uh, he, Peter, starts accusing Tinkerbell of being treasonish, and he bans, he banishes her. She's fucking, <laughs> she, she admits to being guilty. Yeah. She doesn't fucking care. Yeah, she's awful. It's like, <laughs> fuck you, bro. All right, you're mine. Why are you bringing these hoes in here? That's right, Kevin. Remember that. <laughs> I, I will. Double homicide. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I have witnesses. Uh-huh. They'll vouch for me. Uh-huh. Character witnesses. Yeah. You don't have any goddamn character. <laughs> and uh, they got my alibi. Basically, they all come together, and the boys are so excited to meet the Lost Boys, and Wendy's going to be their mother, and the two darling boys, what they really, really want to do, they want to do it so bad, is go out and capture a few Indians. That's right. Some engines. <laughs> Holy fucking shit. So they sing a song, follow the leader, we're off to fight the engines, the engines. Yep. And uh, they end up out in the woods, and there's some pine trees that just mysteriously keep moving. Yeah, that's so weird. And closer to them. And the little darling boy looks under the tree and sees some feet. (laughs) Sees some moccasins. Well, they get captured by some Native Americans. And, uh, yeah. Where is Neverland? I don't know. They could just be indigenous peoples. Let's go with that. Indigenous peoples? Well, it's like calling, uh, like say there was a, I can't think of a, a decent way to put this. They're obviously modeled after Native Americans. Well, obviously, but that's what I'm saying. They could be from a different country. Okay, we'll go with indigenous peoples. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so they're back at this indigenous peoples <laughs> camp. So let's say IPs. IPs camp. And, uh,. They find out, like, oh, it's just all a game. The Lost Boys and the Native Americans yep. like to play capture each other. Yeah. Yeah. But this time, the chief means it for real. Yeah. Like, we're keeping you guys. Because Princess Tiger Lily is missing. And they think that they did it. This is when uh, you meet the chief and he has, like, what's up with his face? Uh, it's super red. Uh, like a caricature. He's got a massive, giant nose. And he says, how? How? Yeah. How? And he talks in this, um, yeah. Stereotypical? Like, not English yeah. talking. Yeah. Like, he'll be like, me, no spoofing. Wear tiger lily. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, oh. <laughs> now, I always read as a cartoonist that if you're going to do caricatures of a race, you do it of all the races. Yep. That means even the white people have exaggerated yep. features. Well, and not only that, what I was going to say is, even even if you were going to say, oh, well, this we have we have all all of them looking like this. Well, you fucking don't because number one, the the regular uh, Native Americans they they have uh, like the reddish reddish orange skin mm-hmm. with like the massively exaggerated noses. Yeah. And so does the chief to a different extent. It's like an equiline nose, yeah. whatever it's called. But but then you have Tiger Lily and also I think another female as well who who's a little bit younger as well. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and they look they look normal. They look completely different. Yeah. The same the same modeling as as the boys and Wendy, but just with a different hair color and a different skin tone. So what the fuck, man? Like are you serious? Yeah. What like what is this bullshit? And they call them fucking savages at some point. 
Man, if you are up in arms about them being called savages now, wait till you get to Pocahontas. <laughs> anyway, cut to the Mermaid Lagoon. Because Wendy, what she wants to do is meet some mermaids. Mm-hmm. So Peter takes her over to the Mermaid Lagoon. And apparently these mermaids are Peter's bitches. Fuck yeah. Because... For not, know- oh, for not knowing what a hi, kiss... Hi, Peter. Yeah. Oh, hi, we missed you, Peter. Yeah, for not knowing what a kiss is, like, Peter has got some shit on lock. Yeah. Like, Tinkerbell is all over his sauce. The mermaids are all about it. Like, Wendy obviously is. I mean, let's be honest here. I mean, yeah. He, he... I think he's... I think he's just playing stupid. He knows what oh, kiss is. I thought you were going to say he's, like, slang and seed. It's like, they're pretty young no but. he's like 14 yeah. so is wendy <laughs> i mean it could be of age if you're <laughs> roy moore but, or donald trump <clears throat> anyway so yeah these mermaids are just all about him and they're mean to wendy they're like making fun of her and pulling her dress and splashing her and getting her wet and peter's fucking laughing yeah, the whole time he's not doing anything to stop her yeah. like or stop them like Oh my god, I felt so bad for Wendy in this because as a woman, I've been in that position where your boyfriend invites one of his friends that's a woman, and then the two of them make fun. Oh, Kevin's flipping me off right now, but I'll tell you guys, that was one of the worst dates we ever had, is when he brought some other girl along because they're buddies, and the two of them ganged up on me. I was his brand new girlfriend at the time. You guys, write some hate mail to Kevin. Anyway. I've heard that story like multiple times. It's been 11 every years. Every year for 11 years. And I will keep bringing it up because it was one of the worst things he's ever done. <laughs> You've never apologized. I'm just uh, uh, <clears throat> you could do it on record right now. Yeah, okay. So basically, he he finally is like, you know, like, leave her alone. And the mermaids are like, well, we were only trying to drown her. <laughs> so you have fucking Tinkerbell, who openly is trying to murder her. Mm-hmm. And now you have mermaids who are openly trying to murder her. Like, what, what the fuck is Neverland going on? is a weird place, you guys. Does Peter have, like, a big dick? What's going on? He, Why I, are these bitches just fighting over him? I don't him? know. I don't get it. I, Pheromones or something. Yeah. Anyway, Peter's like, hush up, ladies, because he hears something going down. And it's there's a cave nearby, and Tiger Lily is in there. She's captured by Captain Hook and mm-hmm. Smee. And Captain Hook is interrogating her. He wants to know where is Peter Pan's hideout. Yep. So, Peter, who's a showboat motherfucker, he's like, hey, Wendy, check this out. And he goes and he starts echoing into the cave mm-hmm. and says that he is an evil spirit and trying to scare them. Yep. So, Captain Hook's going to go out and investigate. And as he's doing that, Peter mimics Captain Hook and he tells him to... He tells Smee. Yeah, he tells Smee to release Tiger Lily. Yep. And Smee's like, what? Okay. And uh, Who says it? I kept it. I came to his voice. <laughs> Who was the one voice that you kept? It was the big bear kid. Oh, yeah. I can't remember how it goes. <laughs> so he keeps messing with them like that because Smee comes out on the boat. And then the real Captain Hook's like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, take her back in there. And he's like, but you. And Captain Hook's like, yeah, whatever. So eventually it comes out that it's Peter Pan. And he's a has he scurvy brat? I can't even do the way he talks. Um, and he says, taste the cold steel. And they start sword fighting. Yeah. At that point, Peter Pan thought he won, and Captain Hook tries to stab him in the back. You goddamn right he does. Because Peter's like, in the back, Captain? Yeah. Like, really? But then the crocodile shows up. <laughs> Captain Hook's like, Smee! He's like, crying out for Smee. So Peter and Wendy are just laughing it up, because... 
Captain Hook's being chased by this crocodile. Mm-hmm. As this all was going on, Tiger Lily was sitting in the water in the cave with tide coming in, and she's practically about to drown. Well, because she's tied to an anchor. Yeah. So she's not going anywhere. And then suddenly it's like, oh, what about Tiger Lily? <laughs> so then Peter Pan has to go in there and fucking save her because he almost let her die. So... Now we're back at the pirate ship. Hook is pissed about all of this. He ends up bonking his head, so his eyes are like mm-hmm. all crazy. He and Smee are talking. Does Smee tell him about Yeah, Tinkerbell? he does. He mentions that Tinkerbell's been banished from the Lost Boys hideout. So then Captain Hook starts scheming because, you know, babe, females can be tricked into anything. <laughs> well, when they've been spurned, especially. Direct quote. And he also calls... Um, Either Wendy or Tinkerbell a wench yeah. during this. was a pirate. <laughs> no, but wench. Yeah. <laughs> um, but basically he schemes that they need to get Tinkerbell because then she'll tell him where Peter Pan's hideout is. Okay? Captain Hook's got it going on. He knows what's yeah. up. So now we're back to the Native Americans because Peter saved Tiger Lily. And the chief, for whatever reason, is doing sign language? Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I don't get it either. Yeah. And uh, it's... Yeah. So now they're all sitting around a circle and smoking that peace pipe. That's right. <laughs> I'm guessing it's tobacco. Y- yeah, I think so. Uh, poor the older uh, John. Yeah, John Darling smokes it in his whole face. I think it's green. It's green. <laughs> and this is where we learn about what makes the red man red. That's right. Kevin, I'll let you take this one. <laughs> what is there to it? Go ahead. Kevin. They sing a fucking song called "What's What, what Makes the Red Man Red," and then. What like ma- we were just talking what about. What makes them red, babe? I don't know. What? I, I wasn't asleep for any of this, but I don't think I was really paying attention to this portion. Basically, there it's a permanent blush because of women. And as they're singing this, Tiger Lily gets up and dances in front of Peter Pan like a fucking lap dance. Like That's he's right. about to fucking toss some dollar bills and make it That's rain right. on her. And he's watching her. Of course he is. And Wendy sees it and she's fucking jealous. <sighs> Fucking chicks, man. You yeah. know, you just can't, you gotta beat them off. I mean, seriously, Tiger Lily is dancing on like a raised tree stump mm-hmm. and Peter is st- sitting there watching her. <laughs> this is, this is not really a G shit, dude. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, if you're a G. <laughs> An old G or a new G? <laughs> any, any G. Peter Pan's old G. <laughs> He's the original. <laughs> the, the original G rating. And so, um, I guess the chief's wife. Who is this, like, big, burly Native American woman? Her name is Squall. Yeah. But I don't know if Squall just means, like, Native American... It means terrible Final Fantasy character. Yeah. <laughs> um, because she tells Wendy, like, Squall, go get firewood or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So she starts bossing Wendy around. And, uh, yeah. So that whole scene happened. Like I said, it's just... <laughs> the biggest thing is just unnecessary. Mm-hmm. Like... And they'd be like, oh, so offended. Nothing like that. It's just like, seriously, you guys? Like, what the fuck? I think even for the time period this was made, it's pretty bad. Yeah. like and You should know better. I just now. don't get it. And uh, I think it was Mark Davis. I might get the name mixed up. Yeah. Who was one of the animators for Peter Pan was like, if we did this movie now, I'm pretty sure we wouldn't even put the Native Americans in it. No. Yeah. <laughs> you, you couldn't. I've never. This is this is the only rendition of Peter Pan that I've ever seen. Yep. I've not seen a play or any of the live action movies. Um, I've not even seen like Finding Neverland. So I don't know how they handle that. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> probably a little bit more tastefully somehow. <laughs> 
So now we have Tinkerbell's watching from afar. Smee's like, begging your pardon, Miss And then Bell. he just snatches her up in his hat. Yeah. Captain Hook is, you know, talking to her, trying to get her on his side. And mm-hmm. he's like, you know, Peter Pan just tossed you aside like an old glove. That Wendy, like, we need a Shanghai Wendy. He's basically telling Tinkerbell, I won't lay a hand. On Peter Pan. Or. Or Hook. Or Hook. Yeah. So Tinkerbell dips her feet in a little ink and then... She she shows them the freaking way to the hideout she, on a map. Yeah, she like walks across the map. It's a little, little tiny Tinkerbell steps, so cute. Peter is t- trying to figure out what's wrong with Wendy. He's like, Wendy, what's up? What? Why are you being like this? Give me the cold shoulder. I think she's just homesick, probably. She tells him, you know, that he's being awful, and he's like, well, everyone else thinks I'm wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> and Wendy says, especially Tiger Lily, and I was like, oh snap. <laughs> God, say what you mean. Jesus Christ. Fucking bitches. Stop tap dancing around it. I'll tell you what I really feel. How uh, I really feel, Kevin. Uh, you want me to let me tell you how I really feel? <laughs> anyway, at this point, I think I think they are homesick. Wendy is homesick. Yeah, they're like, we need to go home. Or no, I think Peter Pan was yelling at her. Yeah. He's like, either you can go home. Or grow up like or savages. Or grow up like savages, yeah. And uh, he was basically telling the Lost Boys, well, Wendy is our mother now. She's here to be our mother. So Wendy sings them all a song about mothers, and they kind of pan over the Lost Boys' (sighs) hut. And there's a bear rug Mm -hmm. that just looks really fucking just sad. (laughs) And so am I remembering right? Did the Was the bear rug staring at the teddy bear? Was there like a Oh, I don't know. Like, they were looking at each other? Maybe that's a thing. It's possible. <laughs> anyway, do you notice Peter Pan also has his own room? No. He has his own fucking room well, behind a curtain. Lead. He's the leader of the Lost Boys. If he's really, if they're equal, why does he have his own fucking room? Like, they should all be sharing. Well, have you ever heard of separate but equal? No. But I'm sure <laughs> this is a Disney movie, so I'm sure that's... This early 1950s Disney movie can educate us on yeah, that. Yeah, definitely. So... Yeah, I mean, Wendy's just telling them, like, like we need to go home. We need to go home to our own mother. Mothers are great. And Peter's like, fine, go. And as this is all happening, the pirates are planning an ambush. Smee, by the way, has a tattoo of mom on his stomach. <laughs> well, yeah, because they're all listening to the speech that's yeah. going on inside the hideout. And they're all like, oh, our moms. <laughs> but apparently it doesn't, you know, make them too tenderhearted because they're still going to try and murder Peter yeah. Pan. And they capture all the kids. Yeah. So they take all the Lost Boys and Wendy, and Hook and Smee try to lower a package that happens to be a bomb mm-hmm. into the Lost Boy hideout. And Smee's like, wouldn't it be more humane-like to just slit his throat? <laughs> and Hook- but I made a promise. Yeah. I'm a man of my word. I'm going to lay a finger or a hook on him. Yeah. So <laughs> This is different. So now we're back to the ship, and Captain Hook is trying to get the Lost Boys on his side. He's like, you can be part of the crew. Free tattoos for everybody. Yeah, you sign up to be a pirate, you get a free tattoo. Those fucking kids, they're just ready to switch sides. Yeah. Yeah, I want a fucking tattoo, sure. (laughs) And then during all this, we're kind of going back and forth between Peter and Captain Hook. So now we're back to Peter. Well, because there was a note on the package, too, that said don't open until like 6 o'clock. Yeah, I don't know why. Because of the timer. The bomb had a timer on it, so once the clock, the clock strikes six, it explodes. Oh. But if he opens it beforehand, he'll know that it's a bomb. I guess in my head I was thinking if he opened it, it's just going to trigger it and explode. But we're not that advanced. Yeah, in that not quite. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think they have like tripwires and shit. 
Um, but yeah, so yeah, the note says to Peter with love from Wendy. And he's like, oh, that's so nice, Wendy. And Captain Hook is kind of out loud saying his his plan. And he's like, in 15 seconds, that bomb is going to explode. And Tinkerbell's listening. She overhears and she's stuck in a lamp. And so she's like moving around until she can tip it over and mm-hmm. break it open. And she flies back. And this 15 seconds is going by really slow. <laughs> So, uh, Tinkerbell goes to warn Peter, and he was like, why would Wendy send me a bomb? But she's trying to explain to him, and as it's about to go off, Tinkerbell takes the package and, like, tries to get rid of it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it explodes, and then we have rubble, and we have Peter Pan digging out, trying to find Tinkerbell. As he's doing that, he's like, Tinkerbell! <laughs> and he's like, you're the most important thing in my life! <laughs> mm, whatever. And uh, back at the ship, Captain Hook's giving them ultimatums. You can either join me or take the plank. Walk the <laughs> plank. And Wendy's like, I'm going to walk the fucking plank. And everyone is so worried at this point. Can't they, can they not still fly? Well, they probably don't have the pixie dust. So it only lasts for a little bit? Maybe. That's what I would think, yeah. Because okay. I was like, <clears throat> why don't they just go walk the plank and then fucking fly off of it? I don't know. Anyway. So Wendy jumps. The pirates don't hear a splash. That's right. It's a cursed fucking ship. <laughs> That's what that is. No, not really. Peter Pan saved her. And again, Wendy and Peter are kind of giggling before he reveals himself. Mm-hmm. All hell breaks loose and there's a big fight. And Smee, who is the smartest one of the bunch, starts packing up a fucking lifeboat. And he's <laughs> like, bye, bitches. <laughs> and these kids are fucking useless without Peter Pan. Well, obviously, they're fucking kids. They're not warriors. Yeah, but they have weapons. Say it. No. Say it. Come out to play. Kevin just did the warriors. <laughs> warriors. Um. Warriors. <laughs> Come out to play. Oh my God. So yeah, Peter Pan's basically saving all their asses. And uh, there's a moment where Captain Hook is climbing up the net towards the camera. And that animation is a great fucking shot. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. It's awesome. And then you have Peter and the captain fighting up by the sail. I don't know what you call the post on this I'm not sure. We're we're not sailors. Yeah. We don't know anything about boats. We're surrounded by lakes, but we're never on boats. Although I want a pontoon boat, Uh Kevin. Well, you still wouldn't uh, know about fucking sails. No, I wouldn't. (laughs) (laughs) Basically, Hook is giving him shit because he's like, well, you can fly. And Peter's like, well, then I won't fly. He's like, I could do this with one hand behind my back. (laughs) Eventually, the captain has has Peter cornered, mm-hmm. and Wendy's like, "Fly, you motherfucker!" And he's like, "I I keep my word." Um, but he ends up catching him with the pirate flag. He like jumps and grabs the flag and wraps Captain Hook up, and he wants Captain Hook to yell out that he's a codfish. This is fucking demeaning. <laughs> I mean, you've already captured him. Come on, Peter. Exactly. Well, the the rules of war here. Why does Peter Pan crow? I don't know. I don't, is, is that like his signal? Uh, I maybe. Know, that was about. But yeah, so they let, like, the, like the pirate crew is escaping off mm-hmm. the lifeboat. You have Captain Hook, who is being chased off by the crocodile that's skipping <laughs> along the water. We really didn't talk enough about that crocodile. It's great. And, uh, yeah. So basically, everyone's like, oh, Peter, you saved us. And he uses Tinkerbell to turn that into a gold-ass ship. And for whatever reason, now that the ship is gold, it floats and flies? Yeah, because she put pe- pe- Well, I understand pixie that, dust. but gold is very heavy. How is much pixie saying. dust does she have? A lot. Yeah. And so he tells them that they're going to fly this ship back to London. 
And Wendy gets home, and they all go to sleep. And when their parents get home, Wendy's like, oh, mother. And she starts telling her about Peter Pan. And she tells mom, mother, that she's basically ready to grow mm-hmm. up. So Wendy is ready to grow up. And she tells him that Peter was the most wonderful of all. As they're going to bed, mom looks out the window and sees a cloud in the shape of a ship going across, like floating across the moon. And then the dad looks at it and he's like, I remember that. That looks familiar. And then the movie ends. Mm -hmm. There you go. Yeah. It's Peter fucking Payne. Yeah. That was it, (laughs) y'all. Okay. Well, reception. Let's do this. Bosley Crowther of the New York Times said, It has the story but not the spirit of Peter Pan, as it was plainly conceived by its author and is usually played on the stage. But, more exciting in the technical features of the job, such as the synchronization of voices with the animation of lips, are very good. So basically, he didn't like that it didn't, it wasn't true to the original play. Yeah. But he did think technically there is some good stuff going on. Yep. May Tinney of the Chicago. <laughs> what? Does she see matinees? <laughs> <laughs> That's a fucking joke. Matinee. <laughs> May Tinney. May Tinney. <laughs> you know, I did get this off YouTube or um, Wikipedia, yeah. so it might be fake. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway. It says May Tinney, it's M-A-E, and then T-I-N-E-E, of the Chicago Tribune. Maybe that was just their review pen name. Okay. We'll look it up later. Okay. <laughs> Screw facts. We'll double check later. Uh-huh. Um, they wrote, the backgrounds are delightfully picturesque, the music only so-so, and the film is designed for broad-for-broad broad effect with the accent of comedy. I'm sure the youngsters who grew up with cartoons will be right at home with all the characters. And then variety. Yeah. They said, a future cartoon of enchanting quality. The music score is fine, highlighting the constant buzz of action and comedy, but the songs are less impressive than usually encountered in such a Disney presentation. Damn. Yeah. This makes it sound like a Disney popcorn flick. It's kind of of scathing. Yeah. So I think now is a good time to bring up the career of our boy, Robert. (laughs) Bobby Driscoll. Robert Cletus Driscoll. Bobby Driscoll. So he was the main voice of Peter Pan. He was in So Dear to My Heart. He was in Song of the South. Uh, and there's, I think, some other movies in mm-hmm. there. However, this was his last Disney movie. Yep. Okay. Following the completion of Peter Pan, Walt Disney stated that he now saw Bobby Driscoll as best suited for roles as like a bully mm-hmm. than a protagonist. Up until this point, Disney loved Bobby Driscoll. Yeah. Because he felt like he inhabited like the spirit of youth. Yep. Or I don't know. Like he was just into that boyish charm or something. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> not making any claims. <laughs> That's not where I was going with yeah. that. I just want to clear that. Um so Bobby had just signed an extension for like two more years. But only weeks, fucking weeks after Peter Pan, they decided to cut that contract. Yeah. They didn't want Bobby Driscoll anymore. <laughs> you know why? Why? Fucking acne. <laughs> because they were having to use so much makeup to hide his acne. Yeah. They just, they were like, oh, we're done with you. Oh my God. They cut him phenomenal. loose. That was his fucking Disney career. That's yeah. it. So then, of course... He's worked for Disney as a child actor pretty much all his life, and he can't get work because he's typecasted. Well, then he tried to switch into public school where he was getting bullied and beat up because of, like, the parts that he's played. How fucking stupid is that? Like (laughs) Kids are mean, man. I would think he'd be, like, the cool kid because he worked with Walt Disney. 
Uh, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, it, it got so bad that he started getting into drugs. And he left that high school and went back to his, like, acting school or whatever. And he, like, seriously got into heroin mm-hmm. because he could afford it. Yeah. And it was just this downward spiral of he just wasn't getting good jobs. Eventually, he ended up in the, like, avant-garde art scene with, I believe, Andy Warhol. Yeah, I think that's what he said. He died at 31. <laughs> like, I'm 31. Yeah. I can't imagine dying right of a fucking drug addiction. All the things that I read about his death say he died of heart failure. Mm-hmm. That's glossing over it a little bit. <laughs> oh, just a little bit. Because actually, the way he died or the way he was found was like in some fucking, like, a, was it abandoned warehouse or mm-hmm. something? Abandoned district by they a couple. They didn't even know who he was. Yeah, by a couple kids who so found his dead body. He was just buried in like an anonymous grave, I yeah. think. Yeah. They didn't, he didn't have any, any sort of idea on him. Nobody knew who he was. And it wasn't until like weeks or months or whatever later when his family was trying to get in touch with the Disney company to see like, do you know where he is? Yeah. Um, it wasn't until like then that they found out that he was this dead guy in this building mm-hmm. found by some kids. Yeah. And they never got his remains back. <laughs> so yeah. Oh, fucked up. Yeah. That's like the original. That's Hollywood, y'all. Original Disney, like, fucked up child star. Mm-hmm. Like, you thought Britney Spears was bad. She just shaved her head. <laughs> Driscoll got into fucking heroin. <laughs> so I just wanted to talk about that real quick. <sighs> Let's talk about how we feel yeah. about Peter P. Talk about our feelings. Okay. Well, you get to go first this week, so I think I did for the last okay. couple. That's fine. So overall... Again, I was not looking forward to this movie. I I think I asked you if you had seen it before. I watched it with you. When did you watch it with me? I don't recall when it was. Why would we but watch? But when we, I don't know. I would not watch a fucking Disney movie myself without you. Were we babysitting or something? I don't know, but we watched Peter Pan together. It might have been a while ago, but it was you and I. I would never willingly watch Peter Pan. It happened. I don't believe you. Well, you're the one with the we, bad memory. We had so. to have been babysitting or something. Either way. Anyway. Continue. Anyway. You know? I don't think the music is as terrible as people are thinking they are because I feel like there's a lot of catchy songs that I remember. The acting is really good. The animation is really good. I think the worst part of this movie is its ma- is its title character. <laughs> Peter Pan's the fucking worst. Dan is going to be so upset with you. No, it's D. That is a huge Peter Pan fan. Oh, really? I believe so. Oh, okay. Uh, that's um, really odd for a, a non-guy. <laughs> yeah, that's what I, was, I was like, is this a guy's movie? Like, it, it kind of feels like Is this yeah. like a shitty guy movie? Like, I feel like a normal guy would be like, man, Peter Pan's really like a douchebag. Right. But like guys who have that Peter Pan syndrome would totally identify with it. Yeah. Like, like I, I kind of feel like people think that I am that. Like men's, <laughs> like, right, men's rights nice guys would identify with Peter Pan. I, I really empathize with Wendy I feel for her that she's at that age where it's like, it's time to grow up, honey. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, you can't keep playing with your little kids and yeah. Um, But also having that like maternal, like, like now you're getting older, so you have to help out. Um, Fucking love Nana. (laughs) Who doesn't love Nana? Um, The mom I like. The dad is funny to me because he's just, he's a dad. Captain Hook's fucking excellent. The crocodile stuff, excellent. Smee is great. Um, I think if they're, cause they're doing a live action version of this, cause yep. Disney's remaking all of their movies now. I remember LaFu is supposedly supposed to be the first openly gay character when they remade Beauty and the Beast. Okay. I think Smee would be a great addition to these Disney openly gay characters. Right. Yeah. I think that's a good fit. <clears throat> Here is 
my, if you really want to go into some weird theories, how do we not know that that fucking tonic didn't just drug these kids and this was all a dream? Well, we just had a, this was just a dream, the previous movie. So let's not stick on that for another okay. one. <laughs> I'm just I was reading about some Peter Pan lore, though, and it was like, like basically, he kidnaps children, mm-hmm. and he takes them, and he holds them like hostage there with some fucking, uh, what's the syndrome? Stockholm syndrome? Yeah. Some people read the book as if when the Lost Boys gets, get too old, he kills them. Yeah. Yeah. And he has a whole, like, disrespect of adults. Yep. Basically, he's just a fucking shithead. Yeah. He's a piece of shit. <laughs> Overall, I really liked the movie. Take out the Native American shit, because it's bad. Yeah. It, um, it's pretty bad. It's not... I, I don't even think... Aside, like, that Tiger Lily is the only reason that it's even a portion of the story. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you could just have Tiger Lily in it, and then just have, like, have her returned to, like, uh, her home. Yeah. And then not show any of the other... When they show it on TV, I think they take out the song portion of yeah. it, but they leave in the rest. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen an updated version of it on Blu-ray or DVD, so I don't know how they have handled it, if they've kept it in or not. Yeah. There are some people who think this is worse than the portrayal of black people in Song of the South. It absolutely is. Yeah. It absolutely fucking is. Because Song of the South... You, you don't have that, like, that blackface portrayal. In Song of the South. Like the big lips. And yeah. The, yeah. Eyes and teeth type of stuff. Yeah. Whereas this is totally in your face. Like I said, it's fucking caricature shit, but it's not all of not the characters. Steroids. Yeah. Like it's it's just a, 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 a most of them. And then there are others that look quote unquote normal. It's so like, you know it's fucked up. It's like saying Tiger Lily is like Euro yeah. Caucasian beauty and the rest of them are just fucking savages. Exactly. And it's. Yeah, it's bad. It needs to be taken out. So I'm curious how it's going to be handled in the live-action version. Overall, though, despite that, I liked the movie. I thought it had some really great humor. Tinkerbell, I like her in some ways. In other ways, I don't. Tinkerbell, you petty. Yeah, but but she's consistent. Right. Like, she she's cute in that, like, oh, Tinkerbell kind of way. Mm. But I don't know. Overall, I liked it. Yeah. It's not, like, amazing. But yeah. Yeah. What'd you think? I liked it a lot more than I thought I was going to. And I don't know if that was just a, a function of me going by what you were thinking previously. Mm-hmm. But I'll pretty much echo a lot of stuff that you said. Like, I really enjoyed the beginning of the movie with uh, the boys fighting in their room. And I thought Nana was hilarious and cute. And the mom and the dad dynamic was pretty hilarious. Uh, but when you actually got to Neverland, like, Peter Pan... Like you said, is just obnoxious. He's obnoxious. He's a shithead. And like, just, just the amount of danger. And I mean, legitimate danger in Neverland aside from Captain Hook. When you're talking yeah, about. He's putting those kids yeah, in. When you, when you, when you're talking about, you know, the fucking mermaids legitimately trying to drown Wendy and then just laughing it off or, you know, Tinkerbell trying to kill her or any, any number of things. You know, the, the, the stuff with the, the Indians or Native Americans, whichever you want to say. Um, yeah, it's just, I don't know. But overall, like you said, it's, it's a lot of fun as it should be with the subject matter. Uh, Captain Hook is fucking hilarious. He's awesome. And I mean, I think he, he might be the best antagonist of the movies thus far, just as far as being like a well-rounded character. You know what I mean? Because he's, he's, he's cunning. He's cowardly. 
Like, he's funny. He has a motive because his fucking hand got cut off. Yeah, yeah. And, like, I I don't know. (laughs) I almost found myself rooting for him. And maybe that's because I'm an adult now. Right. And I'm like, fuck Peter Pan, you're a little shithead. Right. But, like, I kind of was like... Man, Captain Hook, I kind of like you. And and I think that was by design, like you were saying before, too, since the same voice actor does the dad and Captain Hook and the fact that they have similar facial features. I think that's supposed to be that way because he, like like the father is in the real world, the antagonist, so is Captain Hook in Neverland. So I felt like that worked out really well. That was really cool. Um, I didn't think it really dragged at all. No, not at all. Um, yeah. I thought overall, I, I liked it more than I thought I would. Yeah. Um, with that Captain Hook dad point, he does at one point tell the the Lost Boys, you can come join me. Yeah. Like, he does open it up to, like, I'll take care of you, basically. Um, I One more crazy theory about Peter Pan that I just remembered, and then we can move on. Uh-huh. And then we can wrap this motherfucker up. Wrap it up. Some people think that Peter Pan is death himself leading kids through to the next life. Because in the play or the book... There's, like, a line from, like, the mother where she, like, says something about, like, Peter Pan comes when, like, children are close to death. And then I wondered, like, was this written around the time of war? Like, would that... I don't know. But but here you go. Here's your bong to take another fucking rip. (laughs) We don't do drugs, guys. Uh Um, Yeah. Whoa. 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 All right. Um, Disney did say that he felt... In this movie, and in Alice in Wonderland, which we talked about as well, he felt the title character was just too cold. Yeah. I would say unlikable. Yeah. As well. Yeah. And it's kind of weird. I I, I find myself agreeing with Walt Disney a lot. Cinderella, who, like, we, like, yeah, yeah, you love her. And now you have Alice, who's just, I don't fucking care what happens to Alice. Yeah. And then you have Peter Pan, you're like, he's just a dick. Yeah. Anyway, looking at my rankings... Oh man, this is episode eighteen because we're putting we're putting number eighteen on the list. I'm going to put it fourth after Bambi. Really? Yes. Okay. Because I I do think it's entertaining. It's really funny. I would watch it with kids. Albeit, I would have to explain to them why the why why the what makes the red man red is appropriate. But I think that's a good dialogue to have. And I was going to say, I would I wouldn't support taking that out of the movie. Because I'm one of the proponents that you don't delete history. It yeah. should be there, and it should be it should be taken into account when you're evaluating this movie overall. Because what I was going to say is I'm actually also going to put it fourth, but mine is just right behind Cinderella, but right in front of Bambi. Uh, if if this did not have that fucking scene, I would put it ahead of Cinderella. Yeah. But with that, I do- I dock it so many points. Um, but like I said, the the strength of this as compared to Bambi is the characters that are strong. Like, I like Wendy. Uh, I like the Lost Boys for the most part. And I love Captain Hook. And that that alone, I think, puts it up, uh, above Bambi for you know, me. I and the crocodile as well. Yeah, we did not give that crocodile <laughs> to Because that crocodile is hilarious. amazing. The Lost Boys are more boyish to me than Peter Pan. Peter yeah. Pan's not a boy to me. He's just a dude that doesn't want to... Like, yeah. Peter Pan syndrome. Yeah. Ugh. Anyway, <laughs> so mine is Pinocchio, Cinderella, Bambi, Peter Pan, Three Caballeros. Yep, and mine is Pinocchio, Dumbo, motherfuckers, second best movie, uh, Cinderella number three, Peter Pan number four, and Bambi number five. I do think I'm going to move Dumbo 
up to 10th ahead oh, of Fun you, and Fancy Free and Melody Time. Yeah, it's just, it's, I've had those three highlighted for so long and it's just been giving me a lot of, like, ugh, it's been bothering me. So I think I am being, being wrong is pretty tough. So. <laughs> it's still not in my top. <laughs> All right, let's see what we have coming up. We have Uh a baseball Donald Duck short called Slide, Donald Slide. I'm down. And then, yes, we have Lady and the Tramp as our feature film. Man, usually we only have one tramp, but. (laughs) I'm the lady (laughs) in this scenario. Uh, We might have a a guest give us a little snippet on that one as well, too. We're we're thinking about it. Shake it up a little bit. Yeah. But, yeah, um, Peter Bean. Yeah. Not as bad as we thought it was going to be. Well, I mean, one part of it was. Hopefully it was good for you, too. <laughs> <laughs> Is that right, Mickey? Mickey Mouse? You want to give me some candy? Oh, 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 oh. hopefully it was good for you, too. Huh? <laughs> um, thank you for listening. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at DTB Disney. Let us know what you think of Peter Pan. And uh, If you would be so kind, subscribe. Subscribe. <laughs> if you would be so kind, subscribe, rate. And review. Tell all your friends. Yeah, yeah. Or don't. And Kevin, keep the volume down this time. Why? Because <laughs> you're so loud. I do what you got to do, but I'm just telling you. I'm going to plug my ears. Disney is a business. business is good. See you guys. Bye.